Welcome to our Blue Notes podcast channel. Join us as we chat with experts, analysts and commentators from the Asian region about business, culture and economics. We hope you enjoy the discussions. You can join the conversation by commenting on our website or on SoundCloud. Dr. Tim Sutpomasan, welcome to ANZ Blue Notes. It's great to be with you. Um, I'd like to start the conversation by talking about the status quo uh, with respect to cultural diversity in our senior leadership in um, public and private sector organisations. Um, we don't have great statistics around that in Australia, with less than 10% of our senior leadership coming from non-European backgrounds. I'd like to hear from you around why, in 2016, cultural diversity at a leadership level is important. It's surprising at one level to see that cultural diversity in Australia isn't quite reflected yet in the senior leadership of our organisations because we pride ourselves on being a multicultural society. We're a country where nearly half the population was either born overseas or has a parent who was born overseas, but yet none of this appears yet to be reflected in the leadership that we have of business, organisations, the leadership we have in politics and government or in civil society. And that is a challenge for us to tackle because if we're not making the most of our diversity, we're not making the most of our talents as a society. If we're serious about our multicultural character, then we should be celebrating our diversity, not only in the form of food and festivals, we should also be harnessing that diversity of talent that we have. So welcoming cultural diversity, not only in the lunchroom or the lobby of our organisations, but also having diversity in the corridors of power. Doctor, one of the challenges, I think, as Australians um, who really want to give people the fair go have is even starting a conversation about racial diversity in the workplace, because sometimes it feels like you can't say anything right in that context. People feel scared of saying the wrong thing and offending someone. Um, and as a result, my fear is that we just don't talk about it. Mm. So how do we address that in our day-to-day -day work? Mm. What's the right way to approach a conversation about racial diversity um, so that we don't offend other people, and, but so that we do have the conversation? Well, you're right to say that it's important to have the conversation. And you're also right to say that there are obstacles to that. Uh, it, it really helps to think about these issues first and reflect on them so that when the opportunity does arise, you have a certain confidence in how you're going to conduct that chat or, or that conversation. Uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, I, I fly a lot in this job and I will frequently encounter uh, flight attendants at the, the boarding gate who will struggle with my surname, which is long and uh, polysyllabic and I get a number of responses. Uh, some flight attendants will attempt to pronounce the name and so, some of them will get it close to right or absolutely right. Uh, others will pause and ask me how to pronounce the name before making an attempt and then others won't even try at all. Um, now I suspect that those who aren't trying at all to pronounce my name uh, could, could well be doing so because they're afraid of getting it wrong. Mm. But in fact, the, the signal that that can send uh, is not necessarily a, a positive one because um, I'd much prefer it for people to try and pronounce my name and get it wrong um, or at least ask me how it's pronounced. Um, and, and that, I think, is a good illustration 
And sometimes the best way of broaching a subject is simply to ask someone whether they're happy to talk about something or whether you can ask a question. Uh, think about it, uh, and then in a spirit of goodwill and in good faith, uh, have that conversation. Because I suspect that the other person on, on the other end of the conversation is, is going to be more generous than what you might think. And people will uh, accept, uh, accept uh, that mistakes can be made or, or that things may not come out the right way, but it's the attitude with which you do something that usually matters more. So if you have that goodwill, if you have that generosity, then uh, I think you can assume that it will be reciprocated most of the time. So I guess that leads to my final question, which is around how do we implement meaningful change? You've recently published a paper on that, but I'd really like to hear your views in terms of doing things that, that tangibly take the conversation forward and um, allow people uh, better access to workplace diversity in our organisations here in Australia. Action can start very simply through a conversation, through listening to people's experience, to listening to people's perspective and contributions. Quite often we can go about our business and think that there's a certain way of doing things. If we are able to take the time and think about doing things in a slightly different way or asking a contribution from someone who we may not typically ask a contribution from, uh, or pausing to question some of our assumptions, uh, that can aid in us valuing diversity better. Thank you so much for your insights, Dr. Tim Soot-Pomasan. Thanks for the conversation. Thank you for listening to Blue Notes on Air. Blue Notes on Air was produced by the Blue Notes editorial team with music by Kevin McLeod. Blue Notes is a publication of ANZ Banking Group.